0: What does God teach us about how we should respond to hurt from others? In 1 Peter chapter 2, we read, Because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, open the eyes of our understanding that we might see and hear and respond to your living word and know how to conduct ourselves in all circumstances. And especially this morning, help us to understand how to, respond in circumstances where someone has caused us harm or an offense. We pray in Christ's name, amen. We are continuing our look through the Sermon on the Mount. We're in chapter 5 of Matthew. Today we pick up with verse 38 through verses 42. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil but if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you? God bless this reading and our perceiving and applying His Word in our lives. Amen. How many times have we heard the eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth? The point of that was not that you must seek retaliation. But it was to protect the innocent person by not being punished beyond that which had been caused. Not more than an eye for an eye and not more than a tooth for a tooth. But it was never intended to mean that you had to take an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. But Jesus explains that much further and he does it mostly by the example of his life. We were just reading from First Peter chapter 2 as we opened where we see that Jesus said, you know, I, I, I'm not taking revenge at all. I'm just trusting myself into the hands of God who judges justly. In other words, We don't always know all the facts. In fact, we never know all of the facts. And when we decide to seek uh, justice for ourselves as opposed to trusting the authorities who have that responsibility, the civil authorities, Scripture says all authority is from God. Uh, But here he's saying, you know, you don't have to seek retribution at all. He said, Why don't you try this? He said, Instead of resisting, why don't you try turning the other cheek? How many times have we heard that? The point is not that you cannot defend yourself, the point is that as Christ's followers, Christ suffered greatly at the hands of, of ungodly men and women. And he, he gave us an example, and his example was to trust himself into the hands of God rather than seeking retribution on his own. Surely God, in the form of man, Jesus Christ, who was fully God and fully man, could have defended himself. It says he could have called down a whole legion of angels or all sorts of things he could have done, but he trusted himself to God who judges justly God his father and this is speaking of him as a man because he was fully man and fully god but as a man he trusted himself to the heavenly father in paul's letter to the church at rome Uh, In chapter 12 and verse 19, he says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to eat, for by so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Earlier in that uh, same passage, he said, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. This doesn't mean that if your neighbor comes over and starts attacking you, that you can't defend yourself It's saying you can trust yourself into the hand of God, and I would like to share a story about that in a minute. But it's saying, if possible, so far as it depends on you. Well, so far as it depended on you, you were living peaceably with your neighbor. You were on your side of the street when he came over and attacked you. It doesn't say that you can't defend yourself, but it does say that, Vengeance belongs to God, and maybe you wait and let God take care of this instead of trying to take care of it yourself. In other words, to turn the other cheek. As Christ followers, we are to follow Christ, and following Christ always makes us different than the world around us. In the world economy or way of thinking, if someone slaps you, then you've got to slap them back, or that looks bad. But in God's economy, following the example of Christ, that's not at all true. It takes more strength to not seek revenge than it does to seek revenge. Anybody can hit back, but it takes true strength to say, you know what, even though you have forced me to go one mile, I'll go two. Or even though you slapped my right cheek, I will turn to you my left cheek also. That is real strength. That is really trusting God and saying, you know what? I don't like being slapped, but in this instance, I'm going to exhibit the character of Christ, and I'm not going to seek revenge. I'm going to allow God to take care of this in God's way and God's time because he knows all the facts, and he can handle this better than I can. So that leads me into the story I wanted to share with you, and I'm going to give you the abbreviated version of this. Billy Graham once encountered a man from Africa whose name was Joseph. He was a Messiah, M-A-S-S-A-I, warrior, and he told this story. He he met a man outside of his village who told him about Jesus, and he put his trust in Jesus. He was born again. He was so excited. He went back to his village, and he called everyone out, and he began to tell them about what had happened to him, about this man called Jesus and the wonderful things he had done. The villagers his neighbors beat him. They held him and had women to beat him with barbed wire until he was nearly dead. And they threw him outside of their village. Uh, He was beside a hole of water. And after several days, he recuperated enough to get his strength to, to be able to respond, and he decided that he must have said something wrong because he couldn't imagine why they would attack him for sharing this wonderful news. So he went back into the village, barely able to get there, and he began to tell them again about the love of Jesus. And again, they beat him unmercifully, nigh unto death. But in this process, as he began to call on the name of Jesus one or more of the women began to weep, and it turned out that they wound up wanting to know about this Jesus, and as he shared, they were saved, and eventually the entire village was saved. Now, how many of us could respond in that fashion? It would be extremely difficult. It would be beyond our human abilities. It would certainly be something that we could only do in the strength of Jesus Christ, but look at the wonderful result, and look how different this is than the way that we would respond in our humanness. So there is a great message here in turning the other cheek, and it's not about being a wimp or about being weak. It's about being strong in Christ. It's about knowing that God is who God says he is, that he, as he says in Psalm 46, he is our refuge and our strength. He is an ever-present help in times of trouble. We need to know that in this world there will be times of trouble, but God is always there with us, and we can count on him, and he has promised never to leave us nor forsake us, and we can trust God to make things right in his perfect time. We don't have to handle it ourselves. We don't have to get an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. We can follow the example of Christ. We can follow the example of Joseph the Messiah warrior as he followed Christ in trusting him, and many came to know Jesus through that. Uh, That is a many example, so to speak, Of what Christ has done on the cross and untold millions have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through what Christ suffered when he was crucified and dead and then was buried and then was raised from the dead. So Lord, help us to turn the other cheek when that is what Jesus would do and that's what you call us to do. Lord, help us to be Christ followers in all things. Amen.